Life is now, life is short. You are here for a reason. Listen to your body. It's always giving you clues. Ask yourself questions. Listen in to today's episode as the queen of intuition and I chat about, well, intuition. You are listening to the Your Shining Self podcast for women who need messages of hope, love, and transformation. And now your host, Tish. Hey there, listeners. Tish from ShiningSelf.com and the Your Shining Self podcast. As always, thanks for listening. And if you want the show notes from today's episode, be sure to head on over to ShiningSelf.com forward slash episode 28. Hey there, listeners. Tish with ShiningSelf.com here. Today, I'm so excited to have Mara Martin. Markeski, oh my gosh, I totally mutilated your name. I'm so sorry. It's all right. It's Mara Marchesi. Thank you. Not only did you say it correctly, obviously, but it sounds so beautiful when you say it. Thank you. Compared to how I just did it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be here with me. I'm excited to have you. We have some juicy conversation that I just want to jump right into. So you guys, we are going to talk about um, using our intuition and how we can do that to make right decisions in our life. And then we're also going to talk about getting back to yourself and remembering who you really are and not what and who other people want you to be. So Mara, will you take a minute and just, um, you know, talk to my listeners about listening to their intuition and how that can just guide them in life. Sure, sure. First of all, thank you so much for having me today. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it's really simple. Um, we all have a kind of some sort of something within us um, that tells us what to do which is our intuition, but you can call it your soul, your inner self, your higher self. And it's that uh, feeling, I call it feeling because it, it, it shows in, in myself as a feeling uh, that you should maybe do something different, that you shouldn't listen to that person, that something inside of you is telling you to do something different from what you know, from what you've been told, from what people are telling you to do. And so, Oftentimes, we hear it, we understand it, but then we do something different because we start to talk ourselves out of this because of fear. And so when you learn to connect to your intuition and to that part of yourself that always knows, to that inner knowing, and you learn to trust what you hear what you feel what you see everybody uh, in everybody shows up differently um, and you follow that message that you receive and you start to trust that message that that message that you received about that particular question or that particular situation is exactly what you need to do and you follow it and you do it then you will see that you feel better and whatever it is, the thing that you do, it's going to pan out in, in the way that you want. 
when we don't do that, what happens is that you might have a fine situation at the beginning, but with time, that situation is going to come crashing down because it's not aligned to who you are, but it's a product of what you know you've been told and what you should be doing. That's so good. And I can, oh my gosh, I just think back over the course of my life, how many times, um, like I would think about, you know, doing something or meeting somebody or whatever. There's so many different scenarios. And I, I, when it first started happening, I didn't realize that it was my intuition, but Mm. I would get this like icky feeling in the pit of my stomach. And that would obviously be not a good thing, (laughs) but there's been so many times that I would get that icky feeling and I would still do it. So I loved what you said that, um, it doesn't, it's not going to feel good if we do follow and do something that, you know, our intuition, our gut, a feeling, whatever, you know, however it comes across for you, um, that it's not going to, you know, be good because it's not something that's resonating with us. And once I started leaning more into following my intuition, my gut, whatever you want to call it, um, oh my gosh, life changed so Mm -hmm. dramatically for me. So Mara, let's, um, go into, and I know you touched on it a little bit, but, um, So if we have a listener right now that's listening to us and they are caught up in, they are living life for everybody else. They're doing, um, maybe it's a career that, you know, their parents wanted them to do, whatever Mm. the situation is. Um, how can they, you know, just take back their power and step into the person that they are, um, and, you know, like, just remember who they are and not what others told them to do. Yeah, sure. Well, I feel like I need to explain something before I get to that point. So if you think about it, um, we, we're, and, and I'm going to touch on Reiki a little bit because I feel energies are also involved in this. But if you think about it, you grow, you, you, you when you're born, you are with your family. And so you learn everything that your family teaches you. uh, And that is from the good and the bad. So they teach you to be in a certain way, to behave in a certain way, to believe certain things. Um, And with that, they also teach you, even if they don't teach you explicitly but they you feel their fears you feel the limiting beliefs and uh, and so you grow and uh, especially when you turn around six seven then you start to interact with other children you start to like different things and that's where your parents guide you towards one way or the other and the more you grow you grow up the more you start to learn things that are not necessarily within your immediate circle of family, family, friends, and all that. And so you start to like different things. You start to want to learn more. You start to slowly um, build yourself for what you want to be. And so you get to 20 and maybe you start traveling, you move out to your family Uh, home and it feels like it's 
a natural uh, process. We all do this. At some point, we all move out because maybe some of us get married or some others just literally move out because they want to and they go wherever they want to go and everything feels okay. But the thing is that what happens is that oftentimes the decision that you're making in a career or in a relationship or in other important areas of your life are not necessarily your own, but they are a mixture of your decision and what you've been taught by your family. And so it comes a time when something is maybe not working and you start questioning yourself. And when you start questioning yourself, you start to feel restless and frustrated because you're starting to realize that maybe, you know, you, and I'm, I work a lot with women and I know this is a topic that women resonate a lot with. We are told to go to a good school, find a good man and have a family. Yes. And this is not necessarily something that all women want to do. And I'm the first one. I'm almost 38 and there is no way for me that I I don't want to have kids, for example. I know this and I learned this listening to myself in the last few years of my life where I started to wake up. Um, But it, it can be that you feel you have to do that because, you know, then you come to a place where all of your friends are doing this. So what would you be? And then your family start to ask, oh, come on, you start, you know, you're almost 30 or you are 30 this. And when are you thinking of having a family? You know, the clock is ticking you and all, all of the things that we already know about. And so you start to have a conflict between what you feel right for you, which might be not having kids or um, focusing on your career or whatever it is that you want to focus on and what the rest of the, your family, your friends, the environment you're in goes against because they, f- they feel and they think something different about what you should be doing. And this happens in careers. Um, you, your family might tell you, you know, you have to have a good job. You have to go to this particular university and you go, you do it. It's all okay. You feel that's your path. And then all of a sudden towards when you get after a few years, you've been working in the same environment, maybe even being very successful. All of a sudden you're like, uh, but I feel I have more to give. I feel there is more to it. And this goes for all areas of our lives, could be relationship, career, personal. When you get to a moment where you start to feel like, but there is more, stop right there. And one thing that I always say is like, don't let your mind talk you out of it because your mind is going to start to say, how are you thinking of uh, having a salary if you want to leave your job to pursue maybe, I don't know, a spiritual career or you to go traveling or whatever that could be? Uh, what do you think uh, a woman should be like? You're almost this age and you haven't got this and that. And so when those things happen, I really want 
people to understand that there is a part of yourself that is showing you this situation, which is shown to you with all the feelings that are coming up. And so is it fear? Is it frustration? Is it sadness? Whatever. They're only there to tell you this is not working. This is not making you happy. So ask yourself, what will make me happy in a relationship, in a career, uh, in a, my personal life, with my friends, with my family? And this is not being selfish because I know this is also another topic. It's not being selfish, but you need to understand where you are to understand where you want to go. And then you need to understand what you're doing. Is it for you or is it for the people that you love that have taught you this is what you need to do and you don't want to disappoint them and, and all that comes with it. So it's really having a self-inquiry to figure out what exactly you want and where you're at. And then you can take steps towards it. But the first thing is really understand you first. Oh my gosh. I was jotting down so many notes as you were talking because so many things were popping into my head. It's so good. Um, I could so relate when you were talking about, you know, you have family and friends that are saying, oh, you know, you're almost 30. When are you going to settle down and have a family and have kids and, you know, get married and yada, yada, yada. Like I, oh my gosh. I don't think I know one woman in my circle of friends and acquaintances that has not had a comment like that directed mm. at them at some point in their life. And um, I think the thing, I think back to things that were said to me about that. Um, and like the reason I believe that I had family and friends that said things like that to me is because that's what they knew. That's what they mm. were taught. Yeah. They were taught that, you know, a woman has to, um, you know, be a wife and a mom and take care of the home. And that's so, I, I call bull, bullshit because that is so old school thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I am not saying that that is a bad thing because I personally, back when I was graduating school, all my friends were so excited to go to college. And I was like, Hey, I'm just over here. I want to be a wife and a mom. So I'm not mm -hmm. saying that that's a bad thing, but, um, oh my gosh, how times have changed. You know, you were sharing that when you started listening to yourself and waking up, you realized hey, I don't want to have kids. I don't mm -hmm. want a family. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you were able to like step into that and own that and be comfortable and confident with that decision, like how freeing, I mean, that has to be so freeing for you to be like, I don't have to do that just because that's what, you know, everybody else thinks that I should be doing. It was, it was. And to be honest, I've never been that kind of uh, kid, the one that was dreaming about. I, I remember my friends were like, oh, I dream about this kind of dress and I dream about <laughs> this kind of ceremony. And I was like, okay, yeah, I think I'm going to have this dress and I'd like this. But it was more like, let's play along. It was never like a true desire of myself. And then um, just before I started, um, and my true awakening started really, uh, and also 
for me, it was, uh, I was over 30 and I had, you know, I, I'm Italian and I come from a Catholic country, from a Catholic family, and I am wow. everything but that. <laughs> so from the beginning, I was like, okay, I've done everything that you wanted me to do. All the sacraments have been taken. Now I am not going to church anymore. And my mom, bless her, uh, she was like, well, I know I won't be able to force you because there's, it's just it's impossible with you. So, okay. So I already detached myself from religion because I didn't feel that was for me. Um, and then I read a book and I learned about the universe. I'm like, that's for me. And so I started to have my own way of thinking. Uh, but in terms of figuring out that that was not for me, I had to ask myself a lot of questions. Could I got to a point where uh, my circle of girlfriends were um, starting to move in with a boyfriend and then wanting to have kids and then getting married? And I was like, eh, yeah, no, no, I don't think that's for me. Well, I, I don't have a boyfriend. So maybe, maybe when I meet the guy, maybe. And then I slowly continue to ask questions and stuff. I, one day I was like, okay, let's figure this out because every time I see my friends talking about or pregnant or having kids, I feel very much disconnected with this need I have a, I have a, a child or feel of having a child. And so I started asking questions more deeply, like what, what do, I re- do I actually want to have? A child is is this need for me so deep like so many women talk about and that's where I realized actually no I don't want to and so I started to talk about it with some of my friends and uh, some of them were like oh but you're saying this because you don't have a boyfriend because right now you're single and then I started to talk to other friends and like you know what I, I think I came to the same conclusion I was like, oh, okay, good. Um, and then, so it was just a matter of really being sure of what I was saying to myself. I was like, is it because it's just easier for me to say right now because I'm 35 and so I'm approaching an age that it becomes difficult to have kids. Am I saying this for that reason? Or is it because I really don't want them? And the more I asked myself questions and I felt them within my body, I was like, okay, so body, tell me, what do you want from me? Um, the more I'm like, no, I think, you know, I, I'm actually, I'm not, I don't think, I am sure I'm here for another reason. And my reason is to grow in my business, to empower women to be who they really are and to be unapologetic about that. And in, so this is my baby. I don't need to have a baby. I don't want to have a baby. I want to create something big. And so once I realized this, I surprised myself with that realization. But then I was like, okay, yeah, no. So then, yes, this is it. Okay, so now when I have, are you, are you sure it's because you're, you're single? I'm like, no, it's because I know I don't want kids. And you have kids or you want kids. I respect you and that's your choice and 
and that's all your soul is asking you to do that's not what my soul is asking you to do so end of story don't con- don't don't continue to say it's because i'm alone because i'm very happy like i am i just know that once i meet the man that i want that will match with me i know this is what i'm gonna say so nothing is gonna change uh i don't have to have kids to be a woman or to feel complete or to feel happy and satisfied because i am happy satisfied complete right now um and so you know i think it's really sometimes i i have to be honest it hasn't been a difficult um realization for me i think it was for me a process of all the ideas that i always had about myself but if for some some women some it it can be a very difficult realization to come uh, to terms with and if it is uh don't shy away from it just keep asking yourself and when you get to a point where you are sure that's what it is then maybe share it then don't share it before um because oftentimes we are sure about what we want but if we are surrounded by people that will know will come against us then maybe that's not the right time maybe just you know play along for a little while more until you feel super because i know my mom had now knows it but when i told her the first time it's like oh what are you talking about no um, I, I need to have grandchildren i was like yeah it's not gonna happen <laughs> but you know it i know it's difficult because we are surrounded by people that have an opinion about what we should be doing or not so take it easy uh you know your people so you know who you can talk to and who you can then talk to the people that you know will be supportive of you and then you will get to the other people um so because i know that's when they start talking you out and make you feel guilty or sad or whatever so it's just a matter of choosing the right people to talk to whenever you come to a realization of yourself that is different from what other people think of you And again, I was jotting down so many notes because (laughs) everything you're saying is so good and so true. Um, I love how, um, you know, you're talking about, and I could just be reading between the lines, but I think what I understand for you was your awakening really started just by simply questioning, asking yourself questions. Is that correct? Well, no, not really. Um, let's say that I've had two types, two moments in my awakening. Um, I always been a free spirit. So I mm-hmm. always look for what made me feel good. Okay. And so in doing this, you naturally ask yourself questions. Then at times I follow it, at times I didn't because I was afraid. But uh, the first one for me was when I moved to London from Milan, I just had a moment in which I was like, okay, uh, I need to go there. I just know it. I know that's where I need to be. I am bored. I am tired. I don't feel my job is fulfilling me. I don't feel my relationship is fulfilling me. The situation at home with my family is driving me crazy. I'm going to go. And so that was one moment that was 
pivotal for me to start my awakening. Mm -hmm. And that's where I, a friend of mine told me to read The Secret. I started reading it. And that book changed my life because I started to get into self-development, which I had no idea what it was before. And that started to shift my way of thinking and a lot of things. And that's when I started to, well, that's also because a lot of people started to be like, Mara, why are you just looking at these people? You should be one. I was like, what? Like, yeah, because you are super positive and everybody wants to come talk to you and you are just, it's just nice to talk to you. You're not judgmental and all that. And I was like, what are you talking about? It just like, everybody's like this. I'm like, no, Mara. And so no. I started, <laughs> and I started to have a lot of people saying this to me to a point where I started to notice because it's like, okay, this is not just one person. And so I started to be like, okay, so what would it be for me to be one of them? Like, I, I absolutely love Jack Canfield. Uh, and I was like, but it's such a big, and I was like, okay, but maybe I can just be something smaller. And so that's when the life coaching idea started to pop up. And so I started to say, I want to be a life coach. I want to be a life coach. But it was very much about one day I will be a life coach. And so when you say one day I will be, you are never going to do anything about it or you're always going to find an excuse not to. It's a dream that is probably going to re remain a dream unless, unless you start taking action. And I wasn't really. I was maybe going to some seminars sometimes. I kept on reading. I kept on watching videos, but I wasn't taking action on myself. And then five years ago, my dad passed away pretty quickly and unexpectedly and so that broke me to a point that I looked at myself and I was like what if my mom dies tomorrow and that's when I said okay I have to make my life happen now life is now life is short and I started to really feel that saying it wasn't anymore like what people say I started to feel life is short but more than that I think what happened to me, I started to feel that I was really walking on a thin line. And if my mom had some sort of something, then I would have done nothing of my life. And so I was like, I need to do something for me because I need to be able to support myself. I need to be able to make my money. Not that I wasn't making my money because I had a job but I wasn't happy in that job. I knew that wasn't the thing that I was supposed to do. Um, and so that was my awakening because that really broke me. But at the same time, and I've said this before when I started to realize, I thank my dad for living in that way because as hard as it was and as much as a slap in the face as it was because it was quick and it was unexpected but I made my life happen I I found a strength and a courage and a determination that was 10 times what I had before and and so that was the moment in which I was like, now there is nothing stopping me from doing this. And I just been going on and on and on, creating, meeting, wanting, because I was like, I am going to make it happen. I am going to make 
of myself what I've been saying for years that I was going to make of myself. And yeah, and so that was true awakening for me. Wow, that was really powerful to hear you share that. And thank you for sharing all that with us. Um, I think it was really powerful to hear you say that you thank your dad for going in the way that he went, because that's, you know, part of your awakening. It's not often that you hear somebody talk about losing a loved one in gratitude. That's not often, you know, at least in my circle of people, it's not often that I hear people, you know, talk about death as something that they're thankful for. Um, well, it came after a while, <laughs> right? After, after, yeah, it took me a few years to really heal from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just because that moment really, I just had this urge to make my life happen. And so the year after I was enrolled in the course, uh, in my coaching course, and after that, there was another thing and then another thing and, and it just keeps going. And that determination only, I really feel like it gave me a kick in the bum and it said, okay, now go. Um, And so, yeah, I'm thankful for him because uh, it was painful, but I feel like it was his way to say, okay, look, my soul is done here. You know, I've done my job. It's about time that you do yours and you stop making excuses about yourself and why you can do it. I just feel this is what happened. And, uh, and I'm not the only one. I, with, with my podcast, I interview a lot of women that talk about this. And oftentimes a tragedy is what wakes you up. Um, and a lot of um, guests that I had have thanked either the incident or the illness they had or the beloved one that they lost because that was the moment they went, oh my God, I have a life too. And I probably should start to leave it instead of just letting go by. Um, so that's why I say it, because it really woke me up to be like, live your life. Don't just let it go as, as, as it comes. You have a choice. And what you said, life is now life is short. That gave me goosebumps because, oh my gosh, that is so true. Um, I want to circle back to, so when you were talking about, you know, you were saying, I want to be a life coach. Um, how, so if somebody's listening right now, because I know for me personally, I have said for years, I want to be a speaker. Mm -hmm. And I have went through a course where we did what's called creation statements. So we're talking in the now. So instead of saying, I want to be a speaker, I say, I am a speaker. Um, So how do, um, so somebody's listening right now and they are telling themselves, I want to be an author. I want to be a life coach. I want to be a speaker. Um, can we chat for a minute? How do you reframe that? Because like you were saying, Mara, um, when we say I want, it's not going to happen because we tend to not go after that. How can, um, a listener reframe that I want into making it attainable and going after it into, you know, actually doing it? Well, you just have to do it. 
Yes. I don't think there is much of a reframing. It just, you have to do it. You say you want to be a speaker, go speak somewhere. You want to be a life coach, enroll in a course. You have to take action, whatever that is. And of course, I'm not saying you want to be a life coach and tomorrow you're going to be a life coach. No, but you want to be a life coach. You want to be a speaker. Start looking at things that will make you become that person. Yes. Um, so when I made the decision that I had to make my life happen, I started to look for courses after a year, after my healing process, because obviously the first year I was barely able to get up and think about other things. But when I was, I started to feel that I was coming into kind of like back again and I could start thinking about different things. Then I started to look for courses. And I started to look for courses here in London and then online. And, uh, and then, and it took me a few months to find the one that I really wanted. I, I started to talk to people that were life coaches, like, how do you do it? Which course did you go for? Um, and, and I post something on Instagram and that's how I found the course. The girl that had done the course that I did uh, message me we started chatting on Skype she was like ask me all the questions that you want uh, she sent me the link I checked the link then she moved here because she was still finishing to study and she showed me the books and she was like look this is great but of course you need to make your own decision and I had talked to other people and I just couldn't feel something that was right but this one that she said um, was amazing just felt right from the beginning when the first time she sent me the link I think I was so resistant because then you know I was like am I gonna be able to pay this uh will I be able to make it with the money so I was going through all these resistances but in at the same time I kept checking the website I was like hmm it does feel right um and so I kept asking more questions and I wanted to be a hundred percent sure that was the one. And I am super happy I, I did it, but I started to take action. I was going to, um, so there is a coaching academy here in London and they do some free weekends where they show you what you can do or the different kind of courses you can take. And, uh, and I went to some of those. So it's, Take action. Speak to the people that do it already. Ask them, what is that thing that you would suggest I do to start off with this? And you meet people that do it. I also said that I wanted to be a speaker. My coach last year was like, Mara, you need to be a speaker because you just have it. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's in one of you know my vision boards. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, at some point. It's like, no, Mara, at some point now. I'm like, yeah, but Jake, I've never spoken before. Like, I don't know what. And then I forgot I had signed up for this seminar, which was a branding and a public speaking course. And the calendar pops up. I'm like, oh, I have this thing tomorrow. Okay, I'm going to go. The guy that was the public speaker was like, Mara, you need to be a speaker. I'm like, oh, okay. He put me up and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm look. I'm going to take some lessons with you maybe in the next two, three months. And I was like, 
okay and then he texts me like a couple of days after like um i have a friend looking for speakers do you want me to give his give him your number I'm like um but i'm not a speaker and he said well that's up to you wow and i was like okay if i don't take this the universe is sending me this i'm just gonna have to do it and suck it up okay okay yeah yeah give him <laughs> give him the number <laughs> And I started to, to speak at university. Of course, then I went to this guy, Jose, and I said, okay, can, can, you, can you do a couple of sessions with me? And uh, can, can you help? Um, and it happened. And from there, I got asked to speak at another, in, a, in an advertising agency. And what I learned is that, yes, I was freaking out the first time, but what my fear wasn't my fear my fear was the fear that everybody say they having to be you know that they say to be a public um one of the highest fear like people fear the most to be in front of a stage than to die and and so i thought that i was so much afraid but actually it wasn't even my fear because the moment i stood there after the first 10 minutes where i was like uh, uh, uh what should i say uh and i went and i saw the reaction of, and i was also speaking to students which are notorious for not listening um but at the end they were like thank you so much this was so great i really enjoyed this and i'm like wow I thought you were not listening because you you barely look at me when I was talking but you clearly were listening because this guy repeated half of the things that I said I'm like wow and so from that that gave me confidence to do it again but when I went to speak at the advertising agency I was channeling I wasn't even thinking about what I had to say words were coming out to me so you just have to go do it and you're not going to be great at it the first time the second time but you know everything takes practice and yes. so just do it just do something at least check whatever places people um they do what you want to do i love the whole take action um it reminds me of the Nike slogan, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. That's <laughs> what it boils down to. Literally yeah. just doing it. Mara, oh my gosh, this conversation has been so amazing. And I feel like we have barely touched the surface. I feel like there is so much more that we could talk about. Um, but I want to respect your time as well as my listeners' time. So I kind of want to wrap things up now. Um, is there like one thing or maybe two or three things that you want to leave my listeners with today? Yeah, sure. Um, first of all, you're here for a reason. And, uh, and you're here to do something that is greater than what people think you should be doing. If you feel a call to do something different, to change something in your life, it's not because you're crazy. There is a reason for it. So just listen to your body and to yourself. Your body is giving you messages all the time with a physical pain, with a feeling, with a sensation. If you're feeling sad, frustrated, happy, they're all giving you messages happy you're going in the right direction sad frustrated and angry you're going in the wrong direction listen listen to your body and if you can meditate that is going to give you peace and it's going to 
allow you to connect to your intuition a little bit more and uh, understand a little bit more and get all the messages that you need to have. Whatever comes up to you first, it's what you need to listen. Whatever comes up to you after with the questions like, but that's not what you need to listen. That's your ego telling you, say, say, don't go there. What you, what you thinking of, what you, what you asking of is too much out of your comfort zone. That's where you need to go. So ask yourself questions and allow yourself to answer and write them down. And if you're not sure, keep asking that question. Once you start to see the same answer over and over again, that's probably the right one. Oh man, what a powerful way to end. That's some great advice. Mara, I just want to thank you again. I have so appreciated you taking the time out of your day to be here with me and my listeners. I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation and I know my listeners are just going to love this because it's such a juicy conversation. Well, Tish, thank you so, so much for having me. It's been a pleasure to, to talk to you and your listener. I hope it's been helpful. Oh, it has been, well, I know for me, it has been super helpful. (laughs) As always, thanks for listening. And if you want the show notes from today's episode, be sure to head on over to shiningself.com forward slash episode 28. That's a wrap for today's episode of the Your Shining Self podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a comment and share with others that need a message of hope, love and transformation.